1: always listen to the radio it's different our
0: lives are ruined already the whistler this tape will self-destruct in five seconds
2: hello everyone i'm carl amari and this is hollywood 360 the radio show that presents all things entertainment including movie reviews celebrity interviews classic radio shows trivia contests and showbiz news This hour on Hollywood 360, I'll present a classic radio western adventure of the Cisco Kid. But first, national movie critic Sarah Adamson is here to review two films that recently released. Steve Jobs, The Man in the Machine, and Black Mass. Hey, Sarah, how are you? I'm
3: doing great, Carl. How are you?
2: Terrific. Let's talk about Steve Jobs, The Man in the Machine. I saw my first computer when I was 12. I was so fascinated by this.
1: Time Magazine says
2: single-handedly he created the industry. Working in this garage, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak built the first Apple computer board. It was the magic. We could influence the world. Hello, I am Macintosh. So what's this film all about?
3: R. It's a documentary by Magnolia Pictures. The Academy Award winner, Alex Gibney, writes and directs here in this documentary. And we're giving a candid look at Apple CEO Steve Jobs' legacy through interviews with people that are really close to him and at different stages in his life. Uh, Gibney focuses mainly on the premise that Jobs, he was really the face of Apple. Yeah. And used as their main marketing tool. But he shows the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's a whole other side to Steve Jobs.
2: Right. Didn't Ashton Kutcher play him in in, uh, in a film uh, maybe a year ago or so? Oh,
3: yeah, and we talked about that one. Yes. But we have two Steve Jobs movies coming up.
2: Wait, so there's two more? Yes. I know there's one with Michael Fassbender and Kate uh, Winslet and Seth Rogen. That's yes. coming out pretty soon. It and what's that called? Is. Just Jobs or something like it that? It
3: is, I believe, just Jobs. Steve yeah. Jobs.
2: Yeah, Steve Jobs. Yep. And then there's another one? This two? one that we're talking oh, okay, about Okay, this documentary. <laughs> man you know for uh, well i guess he did create apple so we should cover him in every uh realm we can oh right?
3: yes he did
2: all right another clip from steve jobs the man in the machine he was not that much fun most of the time but there are those moments when suddenly he's the only person who could ever the minute that you understand that you can poke life you can change it you can mold it you'll never be the same again so what did you think of this documentary? You know,
3: I'm in three stars. You know, Alex Gibney, what a filmmaker. Yeah. He's he's if anyway can get to the heart of Steve Jobs, he really tried. Right. Because he's sort of, sort of mystery, mysterious and a an enigma. Yeah. Honestly. Uh huh. Yeah, people just.
2: And what's some of his other works? Because we've talked about him before.
3: Uh, Taxi to the Dark Side, Going Clear, The Scientology yes. movie. Yes. Or... Yes. Yes.
2: Oh yeah, he likes to really dig deep. Yes. And he did on this documentary for sure. He did,
3: because we see the real human side of Steve Jobs. And these are actual clips of Jobs throwing these tantrums, bullying people, getting his way. You know, he had this daughter um, Mm -hmm. in the 70s that Mm -hmm. he wouldn't even acknowledge. But yet he names one of the first computers after her, Lisa.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was was a very... Strange bird, this guy, right? Yeah, and he
3: was always looking for enlightenment and peace, and he would go to Japan and practice Buddhism. And then he'd yell at
2: everybody and fire them for chewing gum.
3: Yes, he would. It's just really, I felt, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, so three stars for Steve Jobs, the man in the machine. Let's talk now about black masks.
1: I grew up with Jimmy and his brother Billy, his son, and that is a bond that doesn't get broken. My brother is waiting in some very dark waters. Jimmy's business is
2: Jimmy's business. We all need friends. Even Jimmy. Even you. What's this film all about?
3: Traded it's, it's a drama by Warner Brothers Pictures. You know, in the 70s, South Boston, FBI agent John Connolly, who is Joel Edgerton,
2: mm-hmm.
3: he persuades Irish mob boss, James Whitey Bulger, yeah, played by Johnny Depp, right, to collaborate with the FBI, yeah, to eliminate a common enemy, the Italian mob. Mm. I mean, how weird is that?
2: Yeah, and this really happened. <laughs> yeah, I this know. is a true story. Yeah, you
3: know, this outrageous alliance does spiral out of control, mm-hmm. and we witnessed this firsthand yeah. in yeah. this film. Yeah, whoa.
2: Yeah, there's just great acting in this, and uh, you, you know, Johnny Depp is almost unrecognizable in this film, right? Oh, I he has know. Yes, Whitey Bolger.
3: Yes, yes, and he has these piercing blue contacts on. Yeah. that were actually hand painted.
2: Oh my god. Yes. Alright, yes. so another clip from Black Mass. Jimmy, you can help me. It's an alliance. Get the FBI
1: to fight our boss. and we do whatever we want
2: to. The success. So what did you think of the film?
3: You know, I'm in. Three stars. Depp's performance is chilling. Mm. You know, I always admired his acting, Mm -hmm. but it's been a while since we've seen some really great roles from him. Right, sometimes he does
2: these films that uh, does not require him to be the great actor that he is. I, I agree. Yeah. Yes,
3: you know we talk about Edward Scissorhands right. and uh, yeah, some
2: of the some of the Tim Burton films. Ed,
3: Ed, Bur, Ed Wood. Yeah. Oh, I love that oh, one. Oh
2: my gosh, Ed Wood is like, please. Yeah. One of the best films I think ever made. I agree. You know.
3: And, and Martin Landau. Yes, we oh. interviewed him. Yeah. yeah. But Johnny Depp is back in this movie. Yeah. I'm telling you, and he is chilling. I do want to warn listeners, this film, is it shows it. It's very violent.
2: Yeah, very violent.
3: But uh, the film is good, but it's not great yeah. because it just doesn't delve deep enough into the characters.
2: Okay, so how many stars? Three. Okay, so three stars for Black Mass and three stars for the documentary Steve Jobs, The Man in the Machine, You heard it here on Hollywood 360, but check out all of Sarah's reviews, not just the ones she does here, at her website, where there's plenty more Sarah Adamson reviews, at sarahsbackstagepass.com. Sarah, great having you on the show.
3: Thank you, Carl. It's always my pleasure.
2: All right, when we come back, it's the Cisco Kids. Stick around. Now back to the best in classic radio
0: on Hollywood 360, brought to you by Reader's Digest.
2: The Cisco Kid made his debut in the short story by O. Henry, but the acclaimed author's literary creation was a far cry from the dashing Robin Hood of the Old West featured in films, radio, and television. The WOR Mutual Series that started first offered Jackson Beck as Cisco with Louis Sorin as Pancho and was billed as Cisco the O'Henry beloved bad man who rides the romantic trail that sometimes leads to adventure, often to danger, but always to beautiful senoritas like Lisa Wolf. Beck portrayed the Cisco Kid for three seasons, riding off into the sunset in 1945. The series returned to the radio airwaves in 1947, aimed at juvenile audiences, with Jack Mather as Cisco and Harry Lang, and later Mel Blanc as Pancho. The revived series involved madcap fight scenes and always ended with a terrible pun from Pancho and Cisco's exasperated response, Oh, Pancho. On TV, Duncan Ronaldo played Cisco and Leo Carrillo was Pancho. The video version ran from 1950 until 1956. And you know, Lisa, this is another example of a radio series that was very popular and they decided, hey, let's move it into television made a uh, very successful transition to TV. And many of these shows, especially we played earlier, uh, Ozzy and Harriet, that made it an incredibly successful transition to television. So uh, here's another example. This is from September 19, 1957. It's called The Rustlers of Shoshone, and it stars Jack Mather as Cisco with Harry Lang as Poncho. It's heard on the Mutual Broadcasting System, part one now of The Cisco Kid.
0: Here's adventure. Here's romance. Here's the famous Robin Hood of the Old West. Cisco, the sheriff,
1: he's getting closer. This way, Pancho, vamos.
0: The Cisco Kid. <laughs> Cisco Kid in our exciting story, Rustlers of the Shoshone. The country around the South Fork of the Shoshone River, overlooked by the Absaroka and Beartooth Mountains, was beautiful country with ample water and grazing land. Thus, in the day of the hard-riding Cisco Kid, men settled the country and raised cattle in and around what later became Cody, Wyoming. As always, where there were cattle, there were rustlers. Our story opens early one morning with several men driving a small herd of cattle toward a distant canyon.
1: You're the boss, Duke. And they still say we're taking a chance running off these cattle in broad daylight. Go and yell on me, sakes. No, but this new sheriff... Never can... mind the new sheriff. I'll give the orders around here. You carry him out. Sure, Duke. not get sore. If this new sheriff gets in my way, I'll blast him down. Same way you blasted down old Sheriff Dixon, eh? That ain't to be mentioned. Understand? Yes, sure do, sure. Right. Hey, what's the matter? Over there, what's the writers boarding in the creek? Ah, yeah, by thunder, it's the sheriff and a posse. And we better get out of here, there's lots of... Them. Yeah, I reckon you're right, Sikes. Come on, boys, we'll ride for it. <laughs> I I saw them ombres, Duke. Take this trail, boys, it lets into a small canyon. Up this way! Unless I miss my guess. That bossy will take the regular trail. Ride right past here. Keep quiet, you ombres. That's what they done, Duke. Road right past. Sykes, you stay here with me. Rest of you, go up to lookout points, case they ride back this way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sykes, I ain't taking any more from that sheriff. And what are you going to do? Going to dry-gulch him. And you're going to lead him into it. Yeah? You're going to his office and tell him you know who the head of the Rustlers gang is. But Duke... You're huh? going to say you'll lead him to the hideout if you promise not to arrest you. Hey. Yeah. I doubt if he can't arrest you anyway. He's got no proof against you. But I got to have a reason, Duke, for double-crossing you. Get down off that horse, Sikes. All right. Here's your reason. You can tell the sheriff I slugged you. Now get up on your feet and we'll plan out the rest of this. Sheriff Dixon is still the sheriff in this town, Cisco? Well, that is what we are going to find out, Pancho. But as far as I know, he is still the sheriff. we I've been here for a year, Cisco. True, amigo. Sheriff Dixon was old, but he was in good health, and he made a fine sheriff. Yeah, he's a good friend of ours. Very good. Yeah, here's the sheriff's office. Mm, the sheriff of that company, no? He's a horse at the hitch rail. Well, they have Hold up, hoo 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 You wait out here, Pancho. Mr. Lewis. Uh, I tell you this is no trick, Sheriff? Ah, I'll think it over. Isn't that addiction, Cisco? Get do That big lummox keeps picking on me all the time, and I'm getting sick of it. That voice is familiar. I said I'd think it over, Sykes. Come in tomorrow, and I'll give you my answer. All right, Sheriff. Well, Pancho, look. It is Sykes Haley. He's got a black eye, too. Did Arizona get too hot for you, Haley? What are you doing up this way, Cisco? Oh, just looking over the country, hombre. I don't think you're going to like it, Cisco. It ain't healthy for some people. Yeah. Ah! Sykes, Haley, cattle rustler and thief. He would double-cross his own brother. Come on, let us go in, Pancho. What is this? What is this, E.O.? Uh, what can I do for you two? I see you are wearing the Sheriff's star. That's right. And Sheriff Dixon has retired? No, he ain't retired. He was shot and killed about six months ago. Shot and killed? Oh, Pancho, sorry to hear this. I hope the hombre who killed him is now in prison. Well, he ain't. who are you hombres? I am called the Cisco Kid. Pancho called Pancho. Oh, the Cisco Kid, eh? We good friends with Sheriff Dixon, Senor Sheriff. Yeah, maybe so. I've heard a lot of different stories about you two. far as I'm concerned, you better move on out of here. We would like to know more about the murder of Sheriff Dixon. How in blazes can I tell you what I don't know myself? Arrested a couple of hombres, suspected of rustling cattle. That night, he was gunned down as he rode into his yard. There were no clues? Yeah, no, not that I could find. Now, now move on, move on, both of you. We will make our camp along the Shoshone, Senor Sheriff. But as for leaving the county, no. Sheriff Dixon, a good friend. We find out who killed him. Si, Pancho, exactly. For now, let us go. <laughs> from Townsend soon, Sikes? Yeah. Well, hustle on over here and tell me what the sheriff said. Speak up. what did he say? Said he'd think it over, Duke. He said for me to come in tomorrow. Yeah. Why didn't he decide then and there? You couldn't have talked convincing to him, Sikes. I've done the best I could. I'd ought to black that other eye of yours. <laughs> sure is a nice shiner I give you. Oh, take it easy, Duke. Oh, I ain't gonna hit you again. Not right now, anyways. Anything else happen? Yeah. That Cisco kid's in town. Cisco? How do you know? Met up with him. Talked to him. Him and his partner came to the sheriff's office just as I was leaving. Did Cisco know you? Sure he knew me. If I was you, Duke, I'd get after Cisco right away. Yeah, might be a good idea if I did. You know, we've heard that Cisco kid and old Sheriff Dixon was good friends. Yeah. And if I knew Cisco... He's going to start right in to track down the hombre that killed Dixon. Yeah, I reckon that's right, too. Cisco kid's mighty smart, Duke. He ain't just like one of these sheriffs. Eh? All Cisco needs is just one little clue. And that when it comes to trailing... Yeah, I know, best... I know. He's one of the best trailers in the whole country. What are you trying to do, Sykes? Make me scared of that Cisco kid? Oh, no, I... I just figure you better get Cisco as quick as you can. You know where he is? No, but it won't be hard to find out. And the quicker some of our bullets let daylight through Cisco, the better it'll be for all of us. Yeah, maybe we can get Cisco today and get that sheriff tomorrow, huh? Why not? I'll go tell the boys to saddle up. Much as I hate Cisco, I wouldn't mind seeing him get Duke Callen. And if he don't, I may, one way or another.
2: You can always tell the bad guys, you know, on these shows.
4: I'm looking right across the console. You're looking right at a bad guy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they always talk like this. You know, Lisa, I'm going to get that Duke McCallan. But I wouldn't mind if Cisco got him first. They'll talk like that. And they're
4: making it very clear.
2: Yeah, so it's like, Cisco talks like this. <laughs> hey, Pancho, it's Cisco here. And then, yeah, the, the bad guys, guys they, like they all talk guy. like this.
4: See, you're perfect. I mean, I
2: guess, you know, what would happen if you were actually a good guy in real life and you talked like this? Everyone would think you're a bad guy. Right, see, it wouldn't work you know? out. And then you'd have the... It'd be very confusing. Yeah, I don't know. But um, you know, um I, I wonder what they did. They probably auditioned people and... Can you talk like this? Because <laughs> we want you to be a bad guy on this show. Yeah, I could talk like that. And then they hire them.
4: Right. So right?
2: You, so you would get hired as all the female bad girls.
4: You'd be perfect for the right? bad guy. You don't have I to know. do a thing. I talk like this. I'm not the bad you know, girl. Or you
1: talk like this even deeper. You know, hey... I'm a bad guy. Yeah, you know?
2: your voice doesn't really go I, that so, deep. I don't know. Um, That's sort of... It uh, was typecasting back in the golden age of radio. It was typecasting going Nothing's on. Nothing's changed, really. No, I know. All right, so um, John Mellencamp. Yes. Seen him in concert. He's fantastic. Have you? Yeah, got to work with him a little what? bit Did on Madison. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then when we went to Sundance, you know, because uh, Madison actually opened the 2001 Sundance Film Festival... And I'm going to drop some names here. Robert Redford uh, actually Never called me.
4: Never heard of him.
2: At my office and was like, uh, we saw the movie uh, Madison and we wanted to open the 2001 Sundance Film Festival. And I was like, all right, who is this calling me? Right. You know, <laughs> Who's this isn't Robert Redford. What, and it, it was. He yes, he called me and said we wanted to actually open the festival. And I was like, "Oh my goodness gracious!" Wow, that is yeah. pretty
4: impressive. And so it
2: did. So uh, yeah, I mean, Robert Redford I liked think... the movie enough to open the film festival with it. So the least you can do, folks, is check it out. You can watch it. Uh, I think they're airing it a lot. My brother uh, was at his house yesterday, and he said, "Oh, they just had it on some channel." I don't.
4: Yeah, know. Yeah, we we've seen it just pop on too. Yeah.
2: So check it out. Uh, John Mellencamp does the uh, narration in the movie. And here he is singing another one of his famous songs. When I come back in my next life, I want to be able to sing because I cannot sing. I know. You know, and I, I mean, just, I I'm such a frustrated uh Singer. Frustrated uh, would be singer. You you seem frustrated to I'm me. I'm very frustrated. Yeah, You're always this frustrated. is what I would want to sound like. I mean, we all... How great that would be hey, to be able to a... sing like that. He's a cool all right, guy. call us and win some prizes. 855 360 H360. 855 360 H360. Win some prizes. We'll be right back. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari, brought to you by Reader's Digest. Welcome back to the show, everyone. 100 radio stations coast to coast, Lisa, on the Hollywood 360 radio network. Very, very blessed to say that. We uh, love broadcasting each week to our listeners from, um, all right, so let's get this right, from California to Maine, because Maine is even further east than New York. I was taught that by a listener many moons ago.
4: Yeah, I have to admit, geography is not one of my strong suits. Really? Right.
2: There's something that you're not a genius
4: It's geography. In?
2: I had no idea. I,
4: I just don't, i just not good at that. Just never sink in somehow. Mm, really? I don't know. Yeah.
2: I'd say... That my best subject was. Um,
4: I didn't ask you what your best s- was.
2: You know, like. Um, who, who
4: asked you what your best was? I just said what I wasn't good at.
2: So what were you? What were you? What were you really best good at? at?
4: Everything else, just not mm-hmm. geography, right?
2: I enjoyed um, art class. Art. Yeah, oh. I like and I like drama.
4: Okay. Art and drama;
2: those are my two favorite. I like to go to art class and I like to go to drama. Now, I'm
4: with you on the drama. Pretty I'm much everything
2: else, put I was art like art
4: and geography in the same category for me. I like
2: math because I kind of had a crush on my math teacher one that's, year.
4: That's like no longer um, okay. Apparently
2: you know, these uh, days, my it was my geometry teacher had a crush on her, so I I did really well in that class. You know?
4: Yeah. I like a sat lot of way movies. up There's front. a lot of movies about you sitting in that geometry I class. I sat.
2: I sat in the first row in that class. Uh huh. And, uh, just loved every angle of geography in that class.
4: Yeah, this is a a, a movie not uh, for prime
2: time. Yeah, I just liked it. And so I did well in that. Mm. I remember, um, you know, all of the forms and the, and the geography angles.
4: Yeah, this is too much information. That class is
2: great. So I, I I retained all of that information. Good. So, but that's about it. I mean, you know, just, uh, kind of, uh, like, I liked school. I think you, I think um,
4: you didn't say it like you mean it. If no, you liked, I, liked, say it I like really you liked mean it I really liked
2: school. I enjoyed it and liked school a yeah. lot. I got something out of it, you, you know. Well,
4: all three. Then years, when I went into college, you went to school. You then liked I studied
2: it. to be an astronaut in college
4: because you took up space. I
2: took up space. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I you always well. ruins my joke. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's uh, play this clip again. Here we go. <laughs> Let's talk to Bob in Indiana. Hey, Bob, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. How are you? Good.
2: What was your favorite subject in school, Bob? Uh, I actually liked math. Yeah, me too. I like math. Did you have a crush on your math teacher? Uh, no. No. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. it helps. Believe me, it helps you want to go to that class. You know, you're thinking about that class a lot. I believe you. Yeah. Believe All right. So what song is this? I believe it's authority, so It is. You are uh, right on the money, Bob. Great job. You are a winner. My uh, crabby brother will send you some fun prizes, okay? Thank you so much. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you calling in. Bob, knew it, Lisa?
4: I was just going to tell everybody that they're so lucky that there are no cameras in the studio.
2: Why? Because I'm, I'm jamming.
4: It's reminding me of Elaine I'm from jamming.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> she is actually more coordinated than I, I am. I know, I know. Yeah, written and sung by John Mellencamp and released on his 1983 album, Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Here's a little trivia. Mellencamp calls it our new version of I Fought the Law. And tells of growing up, which leads to growing old, and then to
4: dying. Yeah, this is depressing. Blah!
2: All right, let's get back now to the Cisco Kid.
1: Yeah, I was certain I'd find you over here at the cafe, Charlie. It's cooler in here than it is outdoors, Sheriff. Have a chair. I swear I don't know why I ever named you Deputy Sheriff, Charlie. All what? you do is hang around in here. Uh, you learn things in here, Sheriff. And you see people. Yeah, but what in blazes good... Yeah, for is For example, look who's coming in now. Yeah. Duke Kellan and Sykes Haley. I'd like to know if Duke's ahead of that rustling ring. Yeah, you might ask him, Sheriff. Yeah, don't try to be funny. <laughs> Whoever is the head of it's mighty clever. Them hombres disappeared this morning almost before we really got after him. One of these days, he'll outsmart himself. (laughs) Howdy, Sheriff. Charlie. Uh, Howdy, 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 Duke. Sights. What uh, brings you to town today, Duke? Any reason I shouldn't be in town? I reckon not. Only you seem to like places that ain't populated much. What do you mean by that, hombre? Nothing. Nothing at all. Why, the eye? All right, all right. Now, cut it out, you two. Now, go order some gruff, Duke. I hear that Cisco kid's around here, Sheriff. He was a little while ago. Don't know whether he still is around or not. I understand he came to your office, Sheriff. Uh, The things this Duke Ombre hears. That's enough from you, Charlie. Yeah. Cisco came to my office. What about it? I don't know why he was there, Sheriff. But don't let him pull the wool over your eyes. He's a mighty smooth article, that Cisco kid is. And you know a smooth article when you see one, don't you, Duke? Look, you... Cut it, cut it out any free-for-all starting in this cafe or anywhere else around here. Charlie, you button your lip. Sure, Sheriff. Reckon I can take care of my own office, Duke? You ain't got to worry about me. Yeah, the trouble is, Sheriff, Duke just naturally worries about everybody. He's just that kind hearted. I have a good mind to slug you one. Why don't you try it? I said cut it out and I meant it. Now, go on about your business, Duke. All right, Sheriff. Well, let me tell you something. This deputy of yours is going to get himself into trouble one of these days. Hmm. Wonder why he made all that talk about Cisco. I don't know. He had some reason more than just to hear his own voice. Well, that ain't important right now. I ain't so sure. What I want to know is, what you think of the Cisco kid, Charlie? I ain't got him figured out, Sheriff. Well, neither have I. But I got an idea he's a bad one. I kind of think he had old Sheriff Dixon pretty well fooled. Cisco told me he was going to camp out along the Shoshone. I'll get some of the boys together if you say so, Sheriff. Uh, you better do that, Charlie. Then we'll ride out there and ask the Cisco kid a few questions. Bonser wants you to jump and then jump. Come on now. Jump, 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 jump. Poncho, what are you doing down there on the shore? Hey, you come, see you not uh, I suppose I may as well. This bullfrog not want to make the jump, Cisco. <laughs> Where did you find a bullfrog as big as that, Chico? <laughs> Poncho catch him down by the water. Poncho want to play the game with the bullfrog not want to. What game? Poncho want to find out if Poncho can jump farther than the bullfrog. But he not jump. <laughs> well, I will see if I can help you, amigo. Perhaps if I give Senor Bullfrog a gentle push with this twig... Ah, there he goes, and that is a long jump. Yeah, and now, Pancho, try to beat him. Pancho beat him, Chico? No, no, Chico. No? The Bullfrog beat you by almost a foot. And there he goes into the water. Yeah, <inaudible> <inaudible> Pancho no cares. Pancho not want no Bullfrog for a pet, but can jump farther than Pancho. Well, I cannot blame you for that, amigo. Now let us forget the Bullfrog and get ready to go find that psych somebody. Hmm. What do you find him for, Cisco? you think he killed Sheriff Dixon? Well, yeah, he is a criminal who knows what is going on among other criminals. So the chances are he knows who did kill Sheriff Dixon. Mm, I just come this way, Cisco. I oh, see. It is the new sheriff. <laughs> With the posse. Pants who think this might going to be good. <laughs> well, welcome to our caps, your Sheriff. Uh, me and my deputy here got some questions to ask you, Cisco. Very well. Right, get down off your horse, Charlie. Yeah. Fixing to do just that. The rest of you boys stay mounted. That sounds as if you do not trust us, Senor Sierra yeah, maybe I don't. Now, Cisco. <laughs> reckon I'll hit Sheriff. shot got Charlie. where the shotgun <laughs> from Cisco? From the bluff up there. Down off your horses, senores, and take cover.
3: You. you, Cisco, get your hands up.
1: You and your partner under arrest. For what? For being cahoots with whoever fired that shot. And if Charlie dies, that'll mean for murder.
0: When Cisco and Pancho arrived at Cody, Wyoming, to see their old friend, Sheriff Dixon, they learned that he had been shot and killed some months before, and that the unknown murderer was still at large. Meanwhile, the new sheriff, his deputy, and a posse rode out to the camp of Cisco and Pancho to question our friends further. A distant rifle shot sounded, and the deputy fell to the ground. Now... The bullet closer! I said, get them hands up, Cisco or bite Please,
2: under Sheriff,
1: after I get your deputy behind some of these trees. In fact, you get behind the trees too. You can be a target for that rifleman you want to, but I do not want to. Let's get under cover, boys. Some of you men keep an eye on the bluff up there. Now wait a minute, Cisco. I'm giving orders round here. They're all given, sir, your Sheriff, except one, Pancho. Bring some water in your sombrero, from the river. See yes, Cisco. Now, we will have a look at this wound. Yes, Charlie bad hit, Cisco. Well, I cannot tell just yet. Better tear away part of his shirt, yes. so I can see. Yeah, don't look good. See the water, Cisco. Yes, gracias, amigo. You'll put a bandage on this wound, on yourself. This man must be taken to a doctor as soon as possible. Yeah, I reckon I can see that for myself, Cisco. We'll take another trail. Away from them coyotes up on the bluff. And you helped you with the bondage, Cisco. And don't think you're pulling the wool over my eyes by tending to Charlie. As I said before, you're both under arrest. <laughs> A fine rifle shot you are, Sykes. You plum missed the Cisco kid. I got the sheriff's deputy. That ain't so bad. We rode out after Cisco, didn't we? Yeah, sure. All right, then, no excuses. Missing an easy shot, you clumsy lot. Don't get sore, Duke. Everybody misses once in a while. Well, we ain't going to miss the next time. And where are we riding to now? Them hombres are taking a back trail into town. We're riding across country to head him off and dry-goach them. Yeah, sure. That's a good idea, Duke. We can get Sisko and the sheriff at one and the same time. That's right. Only thing is... Only things what? Well, yeah, it looked to me as if the sheriff put Sisko and his partner under arrest and the sheriff took their guns away from him. He didn't tie him up, though, did he? No, but that don't signify nothing. He probably wouldn't want to tie prisoners up, not with us firing on them. Supposing the sheriff did put him under arrest? What then, Sykes? Well, why don't we hold off and see what the sheriff's planning to do. About Cisco and his partner, you mean? Yeah. No. but Duke... I said no. The sheriff ain't any fool. He remembers that talk you had with him. Maybe he thinks it's me and my men doing the shooting. Yeah, he ain't get any proof against you, Duke. Of course he ain't. If he had, I'd been in jail a long time ago. But he may be thinking right that I got him outmanned and that I'm ready to dry culture you. Then why would he put the Cisco kid under arrest? He might just have pretended to put him under arrest, Sakes, knowing that we'd see the whole thing from the bluff. Well? And that haven't seen it, we'd hold off just the way you suggested. But we ain't gonna hold off. We're going to the draw and wait, and we're gonna gun down every one of them hombres we can. Well, it's up to you, Duke. You bet your life it's up to me. Come on, boys, Yep. Get... i ride very fast, Cisco. We cannot ride fast, Pancho. We have to think of the deputy and that wound of his. <gasps> Let us drop back and see how he is doing. Pancho thinks it's a bad wound, but he's a tough hombre. Right, uh, Diablo. All right, keep in line there, Cisco, And you too. Pancho you got a name, Sheriff. Pancho, not just you too. Me really, merely want to ask about the deputy.
0: Uh, reckon I'm
1: all right, Ah, uh, That is good news, Senor Deputy. You ain't such a bad hombre, Cisco. Too bad you're a bandit. Yeah, you're wrong, Senor Deputy. Cisco's not a bandito. and fact, not a bandito neither. We hope to prove that to you, Senor Deputy. Yeah, you hope to, maybe. That's as far as it'll go. I do not think so, Senor Sheriff. And I cannot imagine why you feel we have a connection with those hombres who shot at us. We not even know who they are, Sheriff. All right, all right. Get back in line now, both of you. Yeah, we're almost to the draw uh, Oh, see, I remember that place Very narrow and high wall Perfect place for an ambush uh, What do you mean, Cisco? Let us stop here for a moment, Senor Sheriff What for? Mm-hmm. You stop Cisco tells you There can be no harm in stopping, Sheriff For one thing, your deputy needs a rest from that jolting yeah, I guess you're right about that All right, rein right in, boys Thanks, Cisco. This is better. As I remember it, Senor Sheriff, that draw is at the top of this hill. That's where it is, Cisco. Would you take some advice? Well, that depends on what it is. Will you send two of your men on ahead to look the ground over? Uh, what in blazes for? Those bandidos may be planning to ambush this party up in that draw. This party has been fired upon before. From one ambush already. And it's only sensible to think it may be fired upon from another ambush. Yes, uh, Cisco, know. And that the other ambush is up in that draw. Uh, Cisco's got a good point, Sheriff. That's uh, only part of a plan of his to get his guns back and escape. Nothing doing. Come on. We'll ride up ahead, and I'll prove there's no ambush. <laughs> Hey, Duke. Yeah. They're starting up through here. I'll take a look. See? Down there, through the trees. Sheriff's leading them. (laughs) Uh, This is perfect, Sykes. Perfect. Take cover,
3: boys.
1: (laughs) Gonna try to gun down all of them, Duke? We sure are. If we get this whole posse, And the Cisco kid and his partner. Yeah, nobody will dare to lift a finger against us in this county for years to come. (laughs) But to get all of them. Yeah, that's that's what I said, Sykes. That's what I meant. Sykes, you draw a bead on the sheriff. I'll cover Cisco. Rest of your pick your own men. And when I give the signal, open fire. bush up in the pass, eh, Cisco? <laughs> well, we're most there. There ain't any sign of one. I hope you are right, Senor Sheriff. I hope so, too. Pancho dodged in all bullets for today, and... Cisco, Cisco, look up there. Sunlight on metal. Stop, senores. There are men waiting in that pass. Now, look, Cisco, I... Oh, sheriff, here's Cisco. Down off your horses, senores. <laughs> look to <through> your guns. I am I you devil, <laughs> Cisco. That, Pancho. I'll see to the sheriff. Take cover, senores. And open fire. I'm all right, Cisco. Just a flesh wound. Uh, Let us get you undercover, Sheriff. You'll be better off here. Oh, thanks. How's the deputy, Poncho? Go for me, Cisco. You like this? We sure are getting action today, Cisco. See, too much for me. I'll borrow your guns and your sheriff. Side trail into the draw, Sheriff. I'm going up there. No, no, Cisco. No, you're still prisoner. We'll talk about that later. Someone has to go up there. Well, those banditos will circle and close in on us. Pancho. This yeah, is I'll be back soon. Pancho, with you, Cisco.
2: you better stay here.
1: Pancho, with Cisco. Pancho, always go with Cisco. Very well, then, come along. Hey, somebody stop. Cisco, you're, you're getting away. Uh, don't be so... Cisco has stubborn, Sheriff. we will be back. I ain't got much chance, Cisco. Just a the fool, but... I am counting on surprising the bonditos, Pancho. They'll not be looking for us from this side trail. And they'll be busy firing, no? Si. Well, we're almost up there now, Cisco. Si. you a six-gun, Pancho? Yes, si, Pancho. Bought it one from the your deputy. Good. You follow me. I hope this surprise works. Hey, wait! He, he, it's Cisco! See, si, bandito, drop that gun. Drop it, Nathan. Or I'll shoot it out of your hand. Aye. Bueno, Cisco, bueno. Pancho, fix you now, Bandido. Yeah. Uh, well done, Pancho. Now for this big hombre. You think you're going to get away with this, Cisco? Yeah, yeah. that's just what I think, Bantilo. Up this way, signores. pronto, no! Uh. Now, Joe Bantilo, see something? I'll take that gun from you. Oh, no, you don't. I shall I'll take that gun. And that is what I meant. This yeah. way, signores. You and that sikes, Coyote, are the ones the sheriff wants to talk to. So let us finish this fight.
0: Fight. No. Yeah, throw down them guns Go
1: on. The sheriff here, too, Cisco. Uh, Will it just give me a shot for a minute? All right. I'm all right now. Well, I'm glad to hear it, Senor Sheriff. These two are the head bandidos, I believe. Yeah. Sykes Haley and Duke Allen. Well, Duke, planning on murder, huh? He sure was, Sheriff. What? Why, you double cross? Bandito, no bandido. Continue, Sykes. You bet I'll continue. As soon as we get to the sheriff's office... I've taken too much from Duke. There you are, Senor Sheriff. And are Poncho and I still under arrest? Well, I... Give me back my gun, Cisco. And stop talking foolish. (laughs) Si, Pancho. Pancho glad that deputy sheriff get better. Si. And the sheriff just get a little wound. Uh, so am I, amigo. And uh, that we find out that uh, Duke Bandito killed Sheriff Dixon. It was a help when the Sykes home returned state's evidence. He hated Duke, that Bandito. Si, si, he hated Duke, all right. That's what the deputy sheriff Charlie said. But none of those banditos will trouble anyone for years to come. That's what Charlie say. Charlie again. uh uh-huh, Charlie again. You became very friendly with him, Poncho. Very friendly. Well, he's a likable man. Tell me, how did he become a deputy sheriff? Nah, he not like what, uh, what he was doing. Oh, and what was he doing, Chico? Making the donuts? Making donuts. Making donuts. Well, that sounds to me like a good business, Pancho. Jolly I like it. But why not? Because he gets sick of the whole business. Oh, Pancho! Oh, Cisco! <laughs>
0: and so ends another exciting adventure with O. Henry's famous Robin Hood of the West, The Cisco Kid. Be sure to listen again for another thrilling adventure of The Cisco Kid. Cisco Kid was played by Jack Mather.
2: Poncho by Harry Lang. And that's The Cisco Kid, September 19th, 1957. So this was uh, at a point, Lisa, where the TV show was already on the air. Right. Um, so it, was simul, uh, it wasn't was simulcast, but it was both on radio and TV, different productions, different stars. There was a radio version that had Jack Mather and Harry Lang. And then on the television, it was Duncan Ronaldo and uh, Leo Carrillo. So um, but, uh, yeah, another uh, another great adventure of Cisco Kid. That's called The Rustlers of the Shoshone. And it was heard on Mutual, originally sponsored by Butternut Bread. I think there's Butternut Bread still around. It
4: still right? is, definitely. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I think for a while the Peanuts characters yes. were, I mean, you know, they sort of sure. uh, aligned with them, right?
4: Yeah, they were on the back. Yeah, think.
2: Peanuts. I remember the Peanuts characters yep. being on Butternut Bread. I do
4: too,
2: yep. Yeah, so they went from the Cisco Kid to the Peanuts characters. All right, uh, let's take a break here on Hollywood 360, and then Lisa and I and the whole gang will be right back.
0: Now, back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood
2: 360. Brought to you by Reader's Digest. That girl right there that did that Cat's Pride radio commercial? Yes. She is good. Do you know her? Lisa. She should do radio. Do you know her? Um,
4: yeah. Yeah? Well, you know
2: all the girls. When did we first meet? 2009? started the radio no, show it was
4: before that because- we
2: started the radio show in 2009 so how right. long did i know you before that about a year right so i knew you since 2008 that's about right wow that's two right two too, too long. long yeah when we come back we are going to play inner sanctum mysteries but before that we're going to play stump the host which means i need uh, a caller right now give us a call play stump the host win some fabulous prizes it's a lot of fun call right now phone lines are open 855-360-H360 that's 855-360-H360 the H is a four we'll be right back